there's there's some places locally that do it up there, like bee farming and stuff that will sell the honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I love the one here because there's a, at the farmer's market, there's always a older lady there that sells honey and it's delicious. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Why are you so dressed up, Liam? I'm wearing a collar. That's dressed up. That's not dressed up. I can put on my pea coat. It's a, a comfortable... It's a comfortable shirt and a nice warm boat-related jacket. Blech. Those things are comfy. I hate that they're so comfy because they have the boat stuff on them. You're only supposed to wear them once you're out of the Navy. I think that's the rules. I, I, that's why mine is vacuum sealed until I get out. They're really good to sleep in. Fresh amine smell sealed in. You messed up if you wore this thing on the actual boat. Alright. Where were we? Who would like to recap last session while I finish getting something ready? Oh, that Casimir's the Mind Flayer. That is, that is a theory that we have, we're working with. Or he's a servant of the Mind Flayer. He's definitely got some power he's not sharing. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey, bud. So we started off... Um, Going down uh, a tunnel, we, we uh, went down the shaft from the uh, entrance and took off down a tunnel and found out that the um, tunnels have lots of uh, uh, ins and outs and loops and things. And uh, we got uh, tricked by some... Uh, Ogres and, and goblins who are smarter than your average mooks. Uh, and uh, wound up tooking, taking a little break after we uh, got out of that encounter and uh, found some nifty things in uh, the poor elf's backpack whose uh, brain got scooped. Some uh, some cool stuff. All right. Which include the contents of a scholar pack, uh, a hilt of a strange great sword, which seems to only talk to Briar, uh, ten gold. 12 silver pieces, 18 copper pieces, 15 days of ration, um, 25 knuckle-sized rocks of various shapes, which were claimed by Briar, um, a thick spear, thick glass spear, which we identified as a drift glove, which is currently tied to uh, Briar's backpack, uh, a strange empty pouch, which actually hand turned out to be a spice pouch that is currently in the possession of Azrael, uh, a purple and gold spell book that was promptly claimed by um, oh, 
what's her what's your character's name Demetari Demetari there you go and a leather journal uh, which either Asriel or Snow currently has one or the other what was the last a leather bound journal which is either in the possession of Asriel or Snow And then um, Wanda also found Broomstone in the corridor that had no mushrooms in it. So, um, we should think about, um, the gift of inspiration. Thoughts? Who would you guys like to grant inspiration to from last session? I feel like granting it to Jim or, sorry, I should say, um, Javid, because he got the backpack that had all the goodies. And we very much want the goodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Azrael tried to talk Javid out of, out of getting. Azrael is very mission-based. The mission was not to get the backpack. Yeah, I'm good with that. Thank you. And if I remember correctly, we just took a short rest. Correct. Right. So, and I think we currently, the drift globe, um, I don't, uh, maybe I can get it up. Is that bright light for 30 feet? I'll look. Because it's currently on Briar. So she can turn it on and off. But I, I'm assuming right now it's on. So we can see. Uh, the keyword for it is illuminate in Elvish. Can she speak Elvish? You can teach her how to say illuminate. Uh, it's the light spell, so 20 foot radius, bright, 20 foot dim. Okay. Or so... daylight, which is huge. What? That is, that is in what? fact huge. What do you mean, or daylight? Yeah, I don't I don't see. Um, no, I'm reading it right here. I clicked on Drift Globe and D&D Beyond, and it says you can emanate light or daylight spell. It's a, it's a craft Drift Globe. Oh, okay. So it just has the light spell, and the light spell only gives bright light. It's basically a torch, bright light within 20 feet, and then dim light for additional 20 feet. And it can be any color we want, which I imagine Briar would have it be whatever bright, pretty color she likes, which Emily's not here, so. We'll just call it green, the color of her wings. Sure. 
Alright. You all kind of stand up, finish, you know, do some uh, last stretches, completing your short rest. Where would you guys like to go? Deeper within the caves, uh, where you guys saw the ogre flee, you can see it changes its... The, the way that the cave looks, it, it varies now. It, it goes, it turns into much more natural and less of a mine, and more of a cave. Can I tell? Uh, I had gotten a, a whiff of, was it ozone, of the uh, the underdark before? Uh, can I tell which would be an appropriate? Uh, path to continue down toward the Underdark. Uh, I think we said you guys know that the direction the Ogre ran was the direction in which the Ozone grows more right. stronger. So it's not like an overpowering smell. It's kind of like when you like take a deep breath, because I'm pretty sure you guys were rolling pretty well on your uh, perception checks. Oh, it's like... If you know that it's there, you can smell it, and that it, it does become easier to pick up as you travel in this direction. Is it kind of like when you're traveling to the ocean and you start to smell salt? Yes. It's like, you're, you know, you guys are, are a few miles away from the ocean, you know, equivalent, and it's like, you know, you can almost, like, you can start to, like, taste it on your tongue, especially if you're familiar with it. Casimir kind of walks over to the uh, corner and peeks his head around, looking into the darkness a little bit. And, um, are we going to uh, light off that uh, thing that you found earlier, or are we just um, going blind again? Well, they know we're here. We no longer have the element of surprise. It would be better to see. Right, yes, better to have people able to walk along and, and see rather than stumble into something. We also I'll say eliminate the Elvish. Alright. It like almost looked like a this like very high like bell ping. You see this like light just flares forth from it and illuminates the entire section of cavern you're in, you know. Forty feet is is a lot of a light. Mm. You do not need to be within 40 feet. Javid can go ahead. And people could be behind as well if Snow and, and Onyx want to stay behind 40 feet of Briar. That's also possible. I do recommend we keep an eye out behind because it would be very much like these tricksy ogres and goblins to uh, ambush us from behind with as many twists and turns and what have you. Should also watch out for traps. They've had time. And I'm a little uncomfortable with how much knowledge they'll have of the area compared to us. Alright, this is this is home turf for them. As actually, can I get who is kind of Keeping watch, I, got, I guess I should say, or, or who is kind of paying attention to things down in the, the cavern. Yo. 
Yeah, I think each of us are, but I definitely am. I am ever alert. Can I get perception checks? Mine rolled twice for some reason. Well, good luckily for you, your first roll was better. Yeah, look at Onyx at 21. Your owl is having a rough go of it. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. It's the light. She's not used to the light. Yeah, Wanda kind of like looks at it and is just like kind of like squinting little owl face. Alright, Onyx. You feel kind of through your toes and like this like almost imperceptible shift in the air. You hear a dull thud and a rumble deep beneath your feet. Well, I think we're gonna have more fun as we go deeper. Sounds like they're doing something below us. We should hurry. I want my ears to do that cat thing where they just like kind of like hone oh, yeah. in. Definitely. You don't think there's a chance they're trying to cave us in? It's possible. It might be. Did it sound like natural, like, continual rumbles, or like one solid, like, boonk? It was one... It was one thud. And it, it, um... Sounded like a, uh... Cave-in following, or just the thud and a rumble? Just a rumble I like and it. Thud. Sounds like Gate closing. Distance. Gate closing, door dropping, right. ogre putting something down. Could be anything. Alright, well, let's move out. And we're moving. So we start so heading out in the direction, heading to the... Uh, natural part of the cave from whence scent of Underdark emanates. Alright. What is your marching order? So I assume Javid is up front. Yeah, yeah. I want to be I want to be leading up right behind Javid. Not uh, like giving him as good 15 to 20 feet, but I want to be the second one. I'll be next to Briar where the light is. I can be back more than 40 feet behind just to see if there's something. Because I, I want to be within 60 feet of Briar just so I can keep an eye on her. But 40 feet, so I'm not in the light. More than 40 feet, so I'm not in the light. I'm going to be in the back as well. Okay, so it's our three miss no dark visions with Onyx in the middle. Javid way up front. And then Snow and Asriel bring up the rear. Alright. Can I get... Hold on a second.
All right, whoever is leading the way, so I guess Javid, can I get oh, a survival shit. check from you? Okay, that 20, got it. Preternatural. You leave the relative safety, or at least that you've got accustomed to your little campsite, and begin making your way into the more natural cave. As you travel, you can tell that it was formed most likely by water kind of passing through here. Uh, it's damp uh, in, in most spaces. You can see like the, there's like small pool sections that the mushrooms have like grown up around. Do we see any signs that this has been uh, worked either by the miners or more recently, or is it pretty much all just a natural? You. Oh, he's having classic gym internet problems. Classic gym internet problems. So, but. Uh, what you can tell is that. Um, are you looking for specific signs? So you're just kind of your your survival check is for you kind of following. Um, there is a trail from the ogre. Uh, what you can make out is that the like large, uh, like litter or or like little tower thing that he was carrying the goblins on on his back is like the falling. pavilion yeah the pavilion i guess is a good, good word for it uh he like dropped a large section of it back in the previous hallway uh, but he's like losing like little chunks of it off of him because it was not well constructed at all that thing was an osha violation you know basically um so there's like you know little little like fist this size, like pieces of wood or like leather scrap or, or twine that are just like, just this little like uh, Hansel and Gretel breadcrumb trail down into the mine. If you'd like to- So what I'm, what I'm looking for um, so in addition would, to just- I would say that you're pretty busy following the trail. Uh, you're doing a really good job of it, but if anyone else would like to kind of just because you're not trying to track, you just have to follow Javid. For everyone else, if you would like to uh, do more of an investigation check to see if you can identify anything interesting about this section. Um, is the ground like mostly stone? Are there soft patches of like mud? You said it's pretty damp, so is anything like turned it's to mud? Or anything it's like, like slick stone. Um, there are sections where there's this like sheet of lichen that is built up on it but for the most part it is well can i can i try to see if there's any like claw marks like try to get any kind of heads or tails is it just goblin or ogres am i looking at anything with more natural weapons or anything like that that's followed this trail okay. like like claws and stuff so if you want to try to figure out if like this section has been worked, then that would be an investigation check. But if you're trying to like 
track more creatures, and that's a survival check. But Javid's kind of already doing that. No, I'm not trying to find the direction that they're going. I'm just trying to see if there's any, like, big claws that have, like, clawed through the lichen as it was, like, walking through the tunnels or anything like that. Gotcha. Um, the, the, there is a path. So there's, you know, the kind of a, a central section. It's the caves that you're, like, beginning to kind of wind your way through uh, is very, like, rounded and singular. It's maybe in most spots goes from like a five foot wide that would be kind of a squeeze for the ogre up to you know 10 feet and then kind of back and forth as it kind of constricts and just kind of from a, a natural flow um, you can tell that yes the lichen and whatnot has is not grown in like kind of the center basically where creatures have been trekking through okay I'm gonna be looking for some hidden passages all right, go ahead and give me an investigation. Is there any way that I could possibly just use Wanda to hear and not see, or would I have to do both? Uh, actually, no, no. Are you able I... to see that? Saw it in D and D Beyond, but not uh, on the it, game. It is an and, so if you would like to, you can basically use your familiar's senses, but you can't just pick one. Okay, um, I'll do my normal thing with Briar. Then I just feel like she would hear better, and I'm really focusing on if I can hear footsteps um, or noises, because again, I'm a little paranoid about how well they may know these passages. After about 40, 45 minutes of these like twists, and as you guys are going, there are like offshoot paths, like a random one here off to the right, and another one you know, squeezing off to the left. Uh, but Javid, you're able to just, you know exactly where the ogre has gone. After about 45 minutes, you come to a dead end. And <laughs> as the rest of you kind of come up behind, Snow, you note that this is not just a dead end, but it appears to be a deliberately placed obstacle. This was the path. It is no longer. Well, I think we found the source of the thud from earlier. The rocks look like a rumble, or a um, recent rockfall. It's not a rockfall. It is a solid, like, wall of rock. No, this looks like, uh, it was placed here intentionally but isn't like a collapse well does it look like me and briar can move it like do you know what direction it would roll slide if if we could move it dm do i know um looking for wear marks around the edges we have any yeah. dwarves okay i will i would say you could you can tell that it has been like rolled into position from your left, essentially. You can see like the scrape marks. It is flush with the wall. Uh, yeah, it looks like it rolls that way to the left. Oh, I mean, you can try right. to move it, but there, there's there got to be a way to get in. 
I'm sure it's on the yeah. other side. I'm sure this is a one-way street for them to be able to block a path. But maybe right. But this is a good place it. for them to have uh, lured us down into a cul-de-sac and then come up behind, popping out from somewhere. Are there any possible cracks at all that you could possibly see into on the other side? It is solid. Onyx could probably make some cracks in it. I'm guessing. I can't do that today. I could misty step over there as long as I can see a little bit of where it is. But I physically cannot move rocks. I mean, Briar and Onyx are quite strong. I mean, we could try to move it. Do we see any um, mechanisms that would allow for it to be, at least on this side, um, rolled back and forth? You know, lever or uh, something? Or does it look like it's just a a one-way thing slides into place, that's it? Uh, Snow, you had a 16, correct? Yes. There is not any way that you identified to operate it, nor does it have any holes or other ways for you to see past it. All right, I don't know. Let's, let's but... look for a way around. Well, why don't we try moving it first? Uh, but there are there grips on it? What are we going to? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull one of Briar's right. javelins that she got from the ogre. See if I can't like ram it in the seam as a lever and then try to roll the me and her try to roll the rock the direction snow tells us I'll cast guidance um, what kind of stone is it um that's a good question what kind of rock sandstone limestone is it pretty uh, smooth like the it is smooth same? and pale it is, you can tell it's the same type of stone as the rock around you Alright, I guess I have to research rock for the next session to know more. Yeah, Why do you not have a uh, geologist level cleavage? knowledge? It, um, you know... It breaks, off, it, it breaks off in big sheets. That's the... I think that's one of the, like... Yeah, it's basal cleavage. Yeah, that's, I think it's like close to limestone or something. Yeah, like, I was thinking limestone. Well, no. No, mica's uh, break and shale break off in sheets. Limestone doesn't uh, fragment, doesn't have a cleavage. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know rocks. Uh, the guy it looks who like a rock. Rainy got he knew rocks. He was a, a, a geologist. So at least the mind flayer knows rocks now. You could check the little journal, but uh, you know if DM doesn't know, then I guess geologist guy doesn't. He knows it's just in there. You guys would have to, you know, dig through it. It's, oh, you know, it's like did, did the um, the scholar's pack include a a, a rock hammer for uh, you know like chipping off samples? No. Yep. I got a pickaxe. Got like a little hammer. Right, am I able to like wedge the javelin in there and try to like lever it with, between me and Briar? Uh, if you and Briar would like to either make independent checks or one of you with advantage. Um, actually, this would you would have disadvantage to attempt to move it, so giving each other advantage, this would be a straight roll. And, and I'm going to cast Guidance on Onyx, so he gets a d4. 
whoever is making the roll is with advantage. Or is, is... 28. It does not roll. You are able to move it ever so slightly, and you can tell as you are moving it, you get it about maybe six inches. Um, the shape of it, it is kind of like a large disc that's fitting into a slot. So the, the circular rock is actually wider than the circumference of the uh, tunnel that you are currently in. And you can move it about six or so inches and then you feel it like stop. There's something on the other side that is physically restraining it. Getting a Tutankhamun tomb vibes here. Was it far enough to see into? Uh, not really. Um, you could certainly try, I guess. You could kind of like, if you like held the light up and he like holds it, you know, Briar and, and Onox kind of like hold it into position, you could try to like peek around it. Maybe. If you'd like to do that. Yeah, um, at this point I would like to not be looking through one of his eyes though. Um, and if I do see, I would like Ooh, it's gonna be really stupid. If I see like a lever or anything and no people, I want to missy step in there. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna prepare my next character. <laughs> I'm gonna move away from the clump and and start looking for alternate routes. All right. Demitar with Briar and Onox holding it into position. You kind of like put the green light of the drift globe and like cast this like little beam of light into the passage beyond. You can tell that there's no light on the other side. You kind of peek through and then just kind of saying the word for Misty Step with just a flash. You find yourself in a dark passageway on the other side. All right. Can I hear anything on the other side? Give me a perception check. Either you or Wanda. She's probably still on the other side, so it'll be me. Did you bring a, a light with you? I have a torch. Torch. I don't know why it won't roll. 
my D&D Beyond is not That's really bad. Do you want to take a break? Hold on. Yeah, my... Oh, let me just refresh my... Foundry or the D Beyond 20 does not work for me anymore. It wasn't showing up for me a minute ago either. Did you refresh the um, D and D Beyond page? Yeah, I refreshed all of it. There we go. Lighten my torch. I'm trying to find a lever or something on this side to possibly move the rock. Alright. So, what you can see as you approach the rock from the other side, behind you, it opens up into a larger chamber. About 20 or so feet beyond the stone door. On the back of the stone door, there is about an 8-inch thick uh, wooden beam that fits into a slot in the disc of the door and prevents it from sliding into the wall. So it sounds like I could remove the beam and then um, have them move the door? Uh, it does seem like that would be possible, yes. Additionally, on this side of the door, there are multiple large, like, kind of clefts in the rear of the stone where you could fit, like, you know, your hand into it, basically. Big handholds on this side. Alright, I mean, I'll try to push the door, 
Um, at least far enough because I don't know if they can hear me. But um, very large handholds. Okay, I mean, I'll brace my feet against the wall, and like, well, I'm, I, I said I was gonna do that. Yeah, so I'm pulling the log out first, obviously, uh, and then. Yeah. The log is very heavy, but does slide free. It's about four feet long, eight inch in diameter. Uh, it is sturdy. All right, can can you guys hear me? With us like pushing it after she removes it, can we roll it out of the way? Go ahead and give me an athletics check. Uh, and this is with disadvantage again, just so you know. You'll have guidance as well. I've got Briar helping yes, me, so it's, it's a straight roll, right? Yeah. I would be helping on my side as well. Nineteen. It begins to slide out, and then it. You're like you're, uh, the javelin kind of like falls away, and it just lets all this echoing thud falls back into position. Does not come free. The the stone rolled back in into position, closing the passage. Yep, it did not open. They want to understand. Okay, and that's with all three of us on it. Well, you can only um, give yourself so much advantage. Um, oh no, I know. You got a nineteen. So we we can talk to Demetari though, right? If you really shout, because can. There's handholds? Can you tie a rope to them? Set uh, up a pulley? I... I'm gonna... <laughs> so we can't, like, talk to her, but I can cast message to her. Because I know where she's at. Couldn't she technically look through Wanda's, like, vision? And whatnot? Yes, I can, but Wanda here. can't talk. <laughs> That's true, but she, she can hear. She can't communicate to us. <laughs> So, breathing heavily, I'm going to cast message to Demetari and tell her, the, ja the javelin slipped out. We're not going to be able to open it from this side. Alright, question, DM. Could I, while seeing through Wanda's eyes, use Mind Link because I can actually see the person? Sure. Why not? All right. It says you can see um, any creature you can see, not within range of yourself. So, if you're using something else to see, then sure. Why not? Cool. Um, so there's these handholds on this side. I'm talking to Onox because he sent message to me. Uh, you're the strongest, right? If we, I'll try to hook something up this way, and if anything, maybe you brace yourself back to the door and put your legs on that side so everyone can slip through and, and then you know, you know you come in after everyone's in I mean if you think you can rig up something to open it on your side we're not going to be able me and Briar gave it all we got to get you in there we're not going to be able to open it on this side alright I'll try so is there a way I can about, tie uh... Jamming the uh, the beam in to you know, move a little forward, 
jam the beam in, lever it that way. You can certainly try. Alright, yep, yeah, I'm assuming I hear that through Wanda, so, um... Yeah, I mean, it seems like the beam would be large enough, so I'm going to shove it in the orc, or the, yeah, the ogre handhold and try to lever it that way. Okay. And then me and Briar are doing whatever we can on the outside, just trying to get the javelin back in, but I doubt we're doing much. Because at this point, we have separated the squishy from everybody else. Could you technically misty step again? Um, Back. Technically, I could if I rested for a long time. Uh, how big is this passageway? Uh, here, it's about six or seven feet, maybe. It's wide enough for one of you to kind of stand comfortably. Can I, so I, I want to look at Casimir and just kind of like very creepily stare at him and just be like, can you, can you do anything? Uh, I'm afraid this is not, uh, not anything I participate in. Actually, let me see if you can. Javid, did you find any other ways around here? Did I? I don't know, I'm asking. I'm asking. He says, I can do this. And then he casts Mage Armor on himself. You see this, like, shimmering glow of, like, plate armor form around him. And he's like, what? Just in case. Let's yeah, throw him at the door. Yeah, just put up my hands. Just be like, I'm going to take out my pick and hit the dead center of it and see if it chips away at all. Mm, go ahead and give me an athletics check. Or whatever check you use with your pick. I guess it's an attack roll. Go ahead and make an attack roll. With what? What are the... Uh... Be strength plus proficiency. Are you proficient in it? Yes, I am an archaeologist. Hi, very well. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What'd you say, strength and proficiency? If you're proficient, yep. Fourteen. Alright, it just kind of glances off and you see, like, you know, just a small, like, pebble falls off of it. You leave a little, like, half-inch, uh, Oh, ball. Yeah. Onox, try casting magic missile on the door, and I'll back up. I don't have any don't spells. Have no spell slots. All right, well, I'm gonna start picking at the very corner of where the door meets with the wall. Um, so you guys did say you wanted to try and, and wedge it again. So um, if you'd like to go ahead, you can do try that again. Yeah, because I, I thought Demetari was gonna set up some type of like pulley leverage she's, system, and then yeah, we were gonna, gonna push. Lever it so like, I imagine you want to like, if he can move it, you can kind of wedge it so it won't close again, and like even if it, even if you let go, it'll still be stuck. Basically, is kind of what I'm, I'm picturing you doing. 
So am I making right. the check a little, little bit of uh, javelin Didn't leverage? Didn't Atari with like an, an inch check or something to like try to come up with the creative pulley system? While they're doing that, I'm going to work in the very corner so we can actually like set the javelin in a little bit better. Okay. Nice. Go ahead and make the attack roll. Alright, you're making very little progress. Just chipping lightly in the corner. You're making a lot of rolls, but anyway. Wow. I'm swinging a lot! Well, sure. You got a 10 and a 3, that's what I'm saying. You got. Making little progress. Alright, so who's making the who's making the check? What kind of check will it be? It is strength? going to be a strength check. Well, wouldn't she get something like Demetari trying to like intelligence to like come up with a creative and good pulley system? Like that in and of itself isn't strength. That's intelligence and coming up with a good system, right? Like you know, tools. I, also... so I don't know how you would do that. It is you know oh. just kind of a, a cave tube, pretty much. Um... So I have an idea. Okay. Um, as I am trying to lever this. If I can cast Magic Missile in the direction that the wheel is supposed to turn, I'm hoping the force of that will add to the strength, you know, and just push it the way it needs to go. That's 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 what I got. Are we giving the DM a headache? Seems um, like oh, it. yeah. I would say that you would know that Magic Missile does not impart enough force to, to make any kind of meaningful contribution in that way like when you so, hit someone with magic missile they don't get knocked back they just get like punched you know it's not gonna so, help. it would not help you move a you know hundred multi hundred pound boulder basically what we do though we do have like you said there's that large um beam that was holding right can't she take that and like lodge it under and then like tie a rope and then take that rope and kind of like put it into some type of system, like tie it off. So that way it's like kind of like leveraging it up. So it's That's not her own strength. She's trying to like tie it to something else. So it kind of pulls it up. Like I'm sure there's something like maybe a large rock or um, something that she can kind of use to leverage this beam. Cause that's, that's the whole point of tools, right? Is to not have to have your own strength. What kind of tools do you have, Dimitari? I have Mortician's tools. All right, go ahead and give me. Uh, go ahead and give me an intelligence check, and we'll see what what that gets you. Did we see any dynamite or anything on our way through here? No, I've been looking for it the whole time. This is a this is a pre-dynamite dig. This is the this is an old-fashioned type of job that the dwarves did here. All right. Um, I'll say that with some clever tie-offs with the rope and a couple of protruding rocks kind of on the opposite side of where you want it to be, um, you could set a mechanism to where with just some light pulling you can kind of oppose the roll of the stone and kind of uh, act as a catch almost is what I'll call it. So the stone, you, you'll be able to move it into a position and the stone won't immediately fall back 
into its cradle. Hurry, guys! Hurry! I don't know how long I can keep this up! Alright, so go ahead and roll with an advantage, and then add the guidance that I believe you have. Alright. Groaning, 27. Groaning and straining, you begin rolling the stone out of position into its kind of cradle off to the side. It is like loud and echoing through the chambers beyond. And like, uh, it kind of slams into position. The like wooden beam that you're using to wedge like falls away. And uh, you can see that it kind of like, you have to like lift it up almost and into this like cradle in the wall that there's like just enough handhold poking out on the other side where you can kind of reach in and then slide it into position. It's most likely how it's operating. And, hold on. This entire mechanism seems like piss poor planning because what if you don't have ogres to move this in place? It's a good thing I'm wearing a battle skirt because I definitely would have pooped putting that much effort into it. Yeah, you're, you're, your veins are like bulging, protruding. There's like your muscles are, are full and um, you've gotten your workout in. And as soon as you guys look at right. Demetari. Roll for an aneurysm. Uh, Demetari. I need you to make a strength saving throw. And you feel this like pressure on your back and it just yanks you out of the way and into the dark. And the rest of you see just Dimitari disappear. I need everyone to roll for initiative. Yeah, well, she was nice, I liked like her. Further into the, into the chamber darkness? Hold on, don't roll yet, because if you guys roll before I actually create an encounter, your rolls don't exist, apparently. You said the words! You said make rolls. It's really annoying that that's how this works. The magic rock could go clack clack. Can we roll now? Yes. How about now? You click on yourself. So we just see Demetari just disappear. Just like disappear. we're looking at her and she's gone. She's like, all of a sudden she's just sliding backwards into the dark. Is she can <laughs> is she making noise or oh, yeah, is it you like can, you can scream all you want? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm screaming. <laughs> I want my original role, damn it. My lit torch, though, is up near the door, so, I mean, you can kind of see a little bit. I definitely left it behind. Yeah, but you don't have dark vision, so you're, like, completely in the dark. I sure am. Oh, just getting drug on the ground, watching the light disappear as you're fading from it. That's terrifying. Ripping out your fingernails, trying to get a hold on something. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Who's rolling for Ryder? Chris! Emily designated you as a Jaeger. 
Yeah, I got it. Hold on. Make the flumph come back. Splody squids are always good to have in these situations. Well, you know, it's a D6, right? There are other things than floaty squids. No, no, no. The we floaty need the floaty squids squid. win. We like the floaty squids to go foomph. Oh my god. This, like, not being able to roll from DD Beyond is actually killing. It might be is it that you just need too. to, like, um, re-download it? Did it just, like, just straight up stop working? It's, like, on there, and, like, I can do, you know, shift, and it shows up, like, it's trying to roll with advantage. Is it activated on your forge? Like, if you go to your forge, is it also activated on that side? So if you if you go to where you have your forge on your browser, is it activated on that screen? Because sometimes it'll, it needs to be activated on both. Sometimes it'll, like, disconnect. Am I making sense? Also, if you could... Give me control on Briars because I can't roll for her in the initiative tracker because I can't select her. So it's working now? No, I just I can do it in that in Foundry, but. All right. We're gonna put up with it. This is, this is a real problem that if we don't fix, we're going back to roll 20. It's very annoying. You might just need to re-download it. When's the last time you restarted your computer? This morning. I turned it on like two hours ago. Anyway! Far uh, too long. As you, as soon as you stop moving, Demitari, something sharp just like jabs you in the back, uh, and you take six points of slashing damage. Uh, I, I guess did you drag the uh, torch with you? Um, no. In my mind, I would have like sat it. Somewhere leaned yeah. it against the wall while I pulled, so no, I probably sense. don't have the torch. Okay, hold on. Let me draw. Alright, where's the torch? Javid, it is your turn. Alright, <clears throat> sort of seems like I was around the corner when all this happened. You would have heard a scream, or you would have heard the shutting, like the opening of the, the door, and then a scream. Right, yeah, and I probably would have been looking the other way to make sure we weren't getting uh, bushwhacked by, from the backside. Yeah, I concur. So, I'm going to move to where I can see down the hallway. 
but I can't move myself. And uh, looking down. Uh, I should also note, uh, Demetari, you are grappled. Cool. Can I, like, I don't feel anything, right? It, as far as I'm aware, I'm, like, tangled in the own rope that I fashioned. You would have, or like, can you I tell? Like, over that rope, for sure. Okay, so, so I know something has grabbed me. Uh, yeah, because you don't have dark vision. You're just, like, in darkness and something is attacking you. Alright, um, well, I move and I still don't see anything, so, damn, um, the, uh, the purple, that's where the door was, is where the, the, um, the door was, and I'm looking 60 feet beyond that and I still don't see any, you're, uh, sorry, how far are you looking? anything if your vision is correct is that, if your token vision is correct then yeah you what i'm see understanding uh, sorry i uh, broke up you said i don't see anything no so dimitari got dragged to the left correct Well, shit. Uh, I'm gonna um, dash then, uh, which gives me another three. Well, let's see. Now I've got two more feet of movement. And still don't see anything, so. Uh, yep, I'm gonna dash. You would be able to see now, standing over her is this, like, like Great Dane-sized pale scorpion thing. It has this, like, sticky filament protruding from its mouth that has, like, kind of snaked itself around Dimitari's, like, upper back. Oh, I can't show you because I can't display in VTT. Uh... But yes, it is this, like, pale scorpion creature. All right, well, that seems like a very dangerous thing, so I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it with my remaining thing uh, bonus action. Which obviously is not actually doing yeah, damage, because I just... But it's cast. tell anybody else what you see it's a fishing thing i mean you would probably know what it is you know it's a cave fisher you've been in the underdark before it's a cave fishing thing a what cave cave fishing thing 
fishes in the in the caves. Would anyone who has not been to the Underdark know what that is? <laughs> um, if you want to try to make a nature check. Can I do that for free? Sure. Um, it doesn't really take any extra... Nope, never heard of it. Alright, uh, that the end of your turn, Javi. Then, Dimitari, it's your turn. You are grappled by the cave fisher. That's a cool term. What does that mean for me? Uh, can't move. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. You can do things, you just can't move. Um, you can try to break. Okay, but that takes my entire action? Yes, it would take your action in an attempt to break free. Um, you, okay. you can, I, I guess you can't really see. You can't see anything, but you can kind of feel it on yourself. That's this like, right. sticky webbing, basically, that is like kind of tangled you up. So I don't know exactly how this works, but I'd like to cast Burning Hands towards where the the feeling is of this creature. That would, that yeah, would help me that. see it, you and then maybe I can break free from it, I guess. Yeah, I know, but like the fire would let me see what's going on, right? Maybe for like a second. Yeah, I just want to know what it is. That's a deck save. 15. Yeah, if he saved, um, yeah, it would be half damage. Looks like I rolled twice, so four whole points. Alright, with a brief, like, you can't really tell where you're supposed to be pointing, and you just kind of, like, shoot your hands out backwards towards where the, like, scratching came from. And for a brief moment, it illuminates this creature and kind of, like, grazes off the side of it. And yeah, you can see it is this... It's big, relative to you. It's medium-sized, but for a scaly-looking manfish thing, this thing is very large. Uh, and you just kind of lightly singe it. Okay, so I'm assuming it was low enough to where I couldn't pull away, correct? Well, you have to spin your action to break free from a grapple. Okay, I understand. Alright, so um, well that's... you just well, use your that's... action for the burning hands, but 
You'd right. have to next turn actually try to physically like get it off yourself. Okay, I see. All right, yeah, no, I'm done then. No. All right. Yep. I'm going to use feline agility to run up next to Javid. And can I see it? Nope. Okay. It's just beyond your vision. Gibbering right, well, and pointing in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna bonus action and dash. Nice. Yeah. And I'm gonna shoot an arrow at it. apparently have changed in my foundry because the creatures no longer display their hit points uh, which does not help me at all did they reset all the settings after the update because didn't you say last time there was like well, some kind of update that, like... last session all this hmm. stuff i didn't have any of these issues last session after the thing anyway that hits So I'm going to step of the wind, um, which allows me to move um, movement plus a dash, which would be 90 feet. Um, and then so it looks like I probably see it. Most likely, yep. All right, so then I'm just gonna toll the dead because that's the best I can do. Oh, quick question. When I was running by the torch, could I have picked it up? Sure. Okay, so the torch is now in my hand. Um, and then with my, cause I, I saw how my weapon out, it's shielded right now. So I'm going to cast um, toll the dead on this very scary looking thing. And that's a DC 14 whiz. It does not seem to notice. All right, that's the end of my turn. Onox, it's your turn. 
I'm running. That's a dash. That's all I got. As you enter the room, you suddenly note that your feet tangle with something sticky dragging across the ground. Is this Onyx? Yeah. Oh shit, we found a nest of them. Friar's turn. Well, she's going to dash as well. Move up as close as she can. Much more energy. Thirty plus thirty, so sixty. Her flying speed is the same as her walking, right? So is something actually dragging Onyx away, or did he just step in sticky shit? He stepped in sticky shit. Okay, no, yeah, that's in return for now. Okay. Is that difficult terrain? Like, does it look like difficult terrain? We'll see in a second. Too many rolls. <laughs> I just, you know. Okay. The cave fisher that is looming next to Demetari takes two quick swipes with its claws. Both of them connect for a total of uh, eighteen slashing damage. Addition. Onyx. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Actually, how much do you wear? Right now, around three, 380 all with all the gear that I have on. Alright, you feel the, like, the sticky substance that you have trucked through suddenly goes taut for a second and then snaps and kind of like furls up and in the you see another one of those creatures and it kind of begins readying another filament it's actually gonna it's kind of roll further away okay Javid it's your turn right um so I'm going to use Sharpshooter to try to uh, hit the 
one that's got a hold of Dimitari. And I will fire at it. That hits. So, uh, that'll be uh, 18 of damage plus... Plus the hunter's mark Go for ahead. a total of 22. What? 22. 12. 12. Maybe in 22. Yeah, on the low damage? Five on. What? I see 22 under his long bow. Yeah, I do right. too. That's the attack roll. The, the attack was, was 22 minus 5. And I'm adding 10 for sharpshooter. Okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Sorry, that's... Alright, you sink the shot into the cave fissure. The arrow, like, embeds itself in its carapace. And it kind of, like, lets out a squeal. And begins to, like, leak fluids out of its armor. And uh, that is the extent of uh, what I'm going to do. Okay. Demetari, it's your turn. You are still grappled. While it's distracted, I'm going to try to not be grappled. All right, go ahead and give me a strength check. You just kind of like twist yourself up in the stickiness and like it, it gets in your hair and, and like wraps you up a little bit worse. Fortunately, you do not break free. Um, I'm done. Yep. All right. Uh, Snow, it's your turn. Alright, um, going to use Insightful Fighting against it. So that's versus its Deception. Are there any rules about that? Because it does not have... Deception capabilities? It just says, as a bonus action, oh, no, sorry, that's wrong one. Uh, as a bonus action, you can make an insight check against a creature you can see that isn't incapacitated and contested by the target's deception check. If you succeed, you can use your sneak attack against the target even if you don't have advantage on the attack roll, but not if you have a disadvantage for one minute or until you use the feature again on a different target. Well, it has a minus four, so it succeeds. You know what it is about to do and how it is about to move. Hell yeah. 
I'm gonna shoot an arrow at it. That hits. Full damage. You'd like sink it into its mouth, and the creature just kind of thuds to the ground next to you, Dimitari. It is dead. Sweet. I'm going to move up to the corner, and that'll be the end of my turn. Ezreal, it's your turn. So, I saw the sticky stuff on the ground. So I'm going to run over and like run along the wall over here. And... So now I see this thing. And so then I'm going to toll the dead that thing. It kind of like lets out a squeal and you can see it begins kind of like backing up along the wall towards this. All right, well, that's that's the end of my turn. I'm just kind of standing on the wall. All right. Onox, it's your turn. All right, so I would assume that I still have the javelin that I was using to pry open the door. I'm gonna run up towards him and yeet. Okay. You kind of like crack the, the javelin towards it and it just like scrapes off of its high and embeds itself in the rock behind it. And the creature kind of like twists and you can see it start to like unfurl another one of its like sticky tendrils. Uh, that's fine. As a free action, I'm going to pull my long sword and that ends my turn. It is Briar's turn. Where'd Chris come? That's a good question. Chris here. Sorry, I'm taking care of a sticky.
so look at me go. <laughs> Accidentally. What kind of burritos? Alright, well, she's gonna fly at it and try to hit it with her battle axe. Dash at it as well. So she cannot see it. The cave fissure is in darkness. Um, for the rest of you, it's dim light, which only imposes the disadvantage. But for her, it is invisible. She doesn't know where it is. She has a globe on her back. Oh, that's right. She is dragging light along with her. Alright. Never mind. She can see it. Look, it's right there. She dashed right up to it. Uh, she's gonna try to hit it with her battle axe. I can't roll for her. Uh, she wouldn't be able to get to it. 60 feet is action and movement. No. Uh, you think right, well, not that close. Though, yeah. With the uh, cunning action, cunning rogue, you. Yeah, she could throw a javelin. I know she has javelin, so like if you move her back yeah. 30 feet, she, she can throw. Yeah, if she can't move that far, she's gonna do that. It's very silly to go up to an enemy and not be able to do anything. I can't. It won't let me roll from her page. Oh, let's see if I can do it. Nope, I can't. I can. She just kind of like whips it into the darkness and it as well, like barely misses it, like embedding itself between some of its legs. That would be the end of the turn. Kind of like kind of moving backwards up the ceiling uh, and he is going to launch another one of his uh extrusions towards you onox you are similarly grappled it just like sticks to your chest in this like kind of like silly string but it's you know very sticky Uh, I can't see anything from here, so I'm going to 
move and then move a bit more. And then move my hex blade onto the other uh, cave fissure with my bonus action. That's it for me. It's your turn. You're no longer grappled. You can kind of like peel it off yourself now. As a free action, um, I'd like to turn around and kick the dead thing. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, and then I would like to... Does it have a carapace or is it squishy? It's hard. Oh yeah, I probably stubbed my toe a little bit, but it was worth it. Maybe crack the shell a bit. <laughs> I am going to be hopefully not super dumb and move here and I would like to cast Wither and Bloom um let me make sure my range is correct yeah okay so I want to cast that circle here um so that I can regain hit points, um, and it is a con save of 15 for the scorpion thing. Sure. Alright, he failed. So, 7... Necrotic damage, and then I am going to spend one of my hit dice. And that will end my turn. Your turn. All right, uh, I'm gonna use steady aim and shoot at it. for my turn. So I'm gonna... How tall is the ceiling? 
15 feet. So I, I'm going to just run along the ceiling. ceiling and with it with a better view up here can i see any other like does it look like there's any other things Not that you notice if you want to spend okay. your entire action on a perception check then you could. all right all right well that's the end of my turn you see it kind of like Hisses and like kind of like draws itself up again. It is getting ready to furl its sticky tendril that is attached to Onyx. Uh, Onyx is your turn. I want to drive my heels in and try to grab the sticky filament and pull him towards me. Sure, go ahead and give me an. I click the button. It'll show up here eventually. It's probably going to be a 10. <laughs> How'd you know? Because RNG Jesus hates me right now. My dice aren't actually rolling in D&D Beyond. You're just getting a bunch of 10s. I don't know what that is about. Might need to reset it. It's like last weekend when we were all getting fours. Okay. You kind of like begin to yank and it, it like fights you for a second, but you can tell that it's like it's hard to get like a good handhold on it. Uh, it does begin to strain, and it doesn't look like it'll put up with very much more of it. Okay. Alright, it is Briar's turn. She's just a little bit too far from the cave fisher to move up to it. So she's going to fly out to the left and javelin it. I try. Okay. Alright, go ahead and roll Briar's Javelin. Crystal, would you mind? Seems like yeah, you're the sure. only one who can. So maybe you should just control her. I don't know if I can move her token, but I can roll from D and D Beyond. Damn, was that a gnat? That was a gnat one. Yep. Nice. Doesn't didn't do a lot. Total of eight. Damage.
which is one above the minimum. Yeah, real sad. All right. The javelin through the air and like connects with it again and like just like pierces into its carapace and you can see it like begins to bleed. I believe that is the Briar's The Cape Fisher is going to skitter along the ceiling. This direction. Dropping the filament it had on Onox, and it is going to unfurl another filament on Briar. Just like launches towards her, sticks into her. Yeah. Javid, it is your turn. Alright. Well, I will use Sharpshooter again. I don't think you can see this from where you are currently. Yeah, pretty sure. 90 You're like Briar's within 40 feet, so the light is getting to it. Yeah, well, you're like around the corner. What do you mean it's around the corner? No, I can see it. You. It's right here. Yeah, because Briar has a light, and it's within 40 feet of Briar, right? Where do you see your token? Me? Yes. All right, well, that's not where your token right is on my screen. Your token no, that's, is... that's, that's where your my token is, is on my broke. screen. That's where your token is on mine. Yeah, it's... I think there's something up with your your forge, Liam. It's busted. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna stop after this fight because I literally cannot play. Oh no, I don't want to. I've I've got line of sight on him, and okay. I'm gonna. It's, I get it. Fine. Gonna shoot him. Go for it. It misses. How do you know? I see that you rolled a five. That was strings wrong. That was actually a twenty-five. I don't know what's going on with your screen. Uh, that's that's not right. Man, you rolled a ten minus five. See it. That that was D and D Beyond doing something funny. Uh, I don't get a minus five for uh, on a D twenty from sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, you do for well, sharpshooter. Minus five, but I've got a plus something to. Oh. Is it eleven? Do you have a plus eleven? Yeah, eleven. All right, that misses. That was a nine. Yeah. So you have you have a, a net plus three. So you're with the minus five. So your original roll would have been. Uh, 13, which still misses. Yeah, alright. Uh, yeah, I see what you meant now. Alright. Would you like yeah. to move? D&D &D Beyond doesn't handle the uh, sharpshooter right. Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy where I am. Dimitari, it's your turn. He's looking really hurt. Badly injured. He's got a javelin sticking into him, and you can see, like, uh, this, like, 
kind of like scarring, scorching, running along the surface of the uh, his like farm. All right, I'm gonna cast ice knife on him. He has to make a deck save, correct? Um, no, that's an attack roll. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That misses. You just, like, launch the ice, and it, like, sticks into the wall adjacent to him. Okay, can I do... Seeking Spell so I can re-roll? Actually... Casimir is going to use his reaction to allow you to re-roll that. All oh right. shit, Casimir is doing something? Yes. Let's see. There you go, that hits. Okay, cool. Welcome to the fight, Big K. <laughs> He's just standing in the back. I give him a pat on his little gnomish head. He's not a gnome. I don't know. I, I envision him as a as yeah. like a tiny fat gnome. Yeah, I've kind, of, kind of been picturing him as a yeah chubby little. He's a skinny, tall. Okay. Can 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 we just like retroactively say that he he's a short fat you gnome? Just have like a weird body image issues for. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to make a deck save. Um, let me double check here. I think it just ex hang on, wait. Yeah, deck save 15. All right. It like pierces into him and he kind of shields himself and it like explodes off of him away. And you note that it does not deal very much damage. All right, that's it for me. Snow, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to move now next to Azrael and use Insightful Fight. Well, I am hanging off the ceiling. All right, I am under Azrael using Insightful Fighting. Unless you narrow it. Alright, you got a one. Sweet. 16 hit. It does hit. Put no damage. Alright, and then I'm going to use. Ugh, piercer to reroll that one. Go for it. So it would be eight instead of six. So it deals two more damage? Yes. 
Well, conveniently, it sticks into its head, and the creature goes limp, and then splashes into the water. It had two, it had two hit points if you hadn't re-rolled that. Convenient. <laughs> Alright. And you're out of initiative. What were those? Oh, Javid's not here. Yes. He apparently took this. Fucking moment. terrible. That Fisher cave thingies! Yeah, I've seen these before. They suck. I actually think they spit. What I don't understand no. is why they Spitting weren't able to. Pull. What I don't understand is why that one wasn't able to pull me in like Dimitari. Well, you're like you a. Yeah, you're you're kind of beefy, man. <laughs> you tick. I'm tick, and I'm also carrying like uh, 200 pounds worth of gear on me. I'm surprised that you weren't able to drag it back toward you. Yeah, Could some, to. Couldn't grab a good handhold, just kept sliding down. Uh, mm. That slimy pseudopod thing. Do they work with mind flayers? Did anyone yeah, notice any like glowing? Enhanced anyway? Uh, go ahead and give me, I guess, an arcana check. Javid, do you know if we can harvest anything useful off of them? Like, are they poisonous or anything that we could take from them? Uh, do I know that? Ooh, you might. Go ahead and give me a nature check. So you guys wouldn't have been able to tell. There's, they weren't like glowing, or they didn't have any other. Um, things is then that you you got the impression that these um, they're animals uh, and especially Javid you would know that they're they're just simple animals they hunt for food uh, and they likely attacked Dimitari because she was alone and she looked like a easy target basically and they just suddenly it wasn't just Dimitari anymore it was a group of six actual adventurers oh, they just saw her and was like ooh piece candy ooh, piece candy and, uh, and then they got kicked, you know, by some tough adventures. Uh, what you would know, Javid, since you have most assuredly, they are endemic to the... Uh, uh, Underdark? The Underdark, yes. Um, is that uh, uh, both their filament, so they have a gland that produces uh, the filament in large quantities, uh, is... Um, Pretty useful. You can use it for all kinds of, of things uh, as well. Uh, their blood is flammable. Ooh, that's huge. Uh, so, with my brewing background and everything, I should have like four or five empty vials. Is there any way I can like fill a cup, like basically make fire flasks? Right, can I uh, harvest? We should take Demitari. Demitari with you. She's got a deft hand. Also, what kind of flammable are we talking? Are we talking like burns like tallow or like explodes like exploding? Thingies. Yeah, are we probably burns are we like tallow. They don't explode. But okay. if you light them on fire, they'll stay on fire, basically. 
Okay, so like low level Molotov cocktails. Not viscous. Not, not like blood. a. Not like a poof, but like if it catches, it'll stay lit. Their blood is of normal viscosity. Nice. Javid, will you show me where these things are, and I could possibly remove them? And I'll right, like yeah, gleefully so we'll... pull out my mortician's tools. Let's we'll go to wait that. Wait out into the pool and the uh, drag the uh, the one in from the pool, and we, we start to uh, do a little necropsy, harvest the uh, uh, filament glands, and drain some blood into some vials. When Javid goes into the water, does it look like normal water, or does it react differently? Uh, give me a perception check. So I want to I want to catch a couple of vials of blood and then see if we can't get any, like, is it like that mushy crab scorpion meat or is it like dense meat that we could possibly eat later? Uh, it's like squishy crab meat. Oh yeah. The water looks normal. It's, you gotta it's boil much, it. You know, it's it's uh, mid calf, just a simple pool of. of you know, stagnant water. Um, what you... Ah, no. <coughs> That's about what you can tell, is it's just, just a simple pool of water. Oh, God. Bless you. You guys drag the two oh, carcasses back to ground. Uh, and begin kind of taking them apart. So who is collecting things from the cave fishers? I'm going to get some blood. Okay. What, uh, um, Javid your, will... Uh, your, what's your tool proficiency? Yeah, so I got a brewer's kit, but it doesn't have, like, a set stat that it goes off of. I just have proficiency in it. Okay. Go ahead and give me a nature. I will... I'm going to see how many arrows I can collect. Uh, how many did you shoot? Five. Go ahead and roll a d5. Or a d10, I guess we'll say. <laughs> I going to say, is there a new dice that I don't know about? You can, you can force the, the game engine to roll other things. Like a number generator rather than you dice. Just type slash R one D whatever. So yeah, you can do it. Uh, you'd be able to get two arrows back. Okay. Uh, Onox, is that with your proficiency bonus? So it would be like a fifteen probably. At least a fifteen. I'll say you're able to fill two vials of the. Flammable blood. He's having some mic difficulties. Mm, we seem to be having a lot of difficulties. Alright, and who is... What were the other group collecting from them? So we've got one guy collecting blood. The, uh, the filament glands. Gotcha, you're going to try to dissect the filament glands. So if you would like to uh, have Dimitari make the check with her mortician's tool. And you can make it with so, advantage because Javid is telling you where the glands are. So you're not looking for them. So, um, what, so I know that I would add my, so would I add my proficiency bonus to that with advantage or? 
I mean, you're proficient with it, right? Yeah, with Martician's Tools. Yes. Um, what would I be rolling as a base set? Uh, did we ever figure that out? Actually, I don't remember. Uh, I don't think we have. Uh, and if we did, I do not remember either. Let's look at our online house. Martician's Tools. Oh, it's blank. Okay. Um, <laughs> there it is. You can Acrobatics? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dex to see like how Dex, yeah. because she's trying to like carve with a knife or something, we'll or the skill that you use medicine to see how well she can. And it's a dexterity medicine with your proficiency bonus. So okay, so I would choose whichever one's higher in that case. No, so you, it's dexterity, and uh, if you're proficient. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's a dexterity with mortician's tools. So the mortician's tools allows you to add your proficiency bonus to it. So you're at whatever that is, plus four. Plus another two, so you get a 19. Uh, and I would also, while I am dissecting, I am just um looking for any other cool things about this thing i haven't seen before i'm just like morbid curiosity i guess and seeing if there's something else that could be useful or just something to note sure Sorry, I just wanted to write that down so that we just have that for next time. All right. You are able to remove the two filament glands from the cave fissures. What are the rest of you guys doing? So Azriel and Snow and Brack. So I have Demitari's torch still, so I, I'm gonna just keep holding on to it and just kind of walk around, um, just looking for signs or listening for signs of ogres or any other um, hostiles while they're attacking or while they're harvesting. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna look up from the. Um... Katie Fisher and call out to Azrael. See if you can figure out how the ogre got past these guys. He came this way, yes? Ogres are bigger than Onyx, and they couldn't attack Onyx. Are they that smart? I don't know. We didn't think ogres were that smart either. If they're a predatory animal, they probably know what they can and can't go after. Fair enough, yep, yeah, definitely. 
Okay, I'm gonna lead see... up from what I'm doing and say, I take offense to that. Do we what, see signs of, like, the, the ogre's, um, the wooden stuff? Like, is that still on the ground? Alright. If you would like, um, go ahead and give me an investigation check if you're kind of searching the area. Can I do perception? Slightly higher. What are you looking for? Um, I'm I'm more looking for like just signs of hostiles, and then whether or not the ogres came through here. Well, signs that the ogres came through here is going to be survival, uh, and looking for signs of other creatures is probably going to be more investigation, like trying to find stuff. All right, I'll just do investigation. What you're able to find in this area, as you kind of like pick through the uh, edge of the pool of water and, and some of the other things around here, like you know, picking up stones and stuff, you do find small pieces of rope uh, refuse that's been dropped. But, as well, you note a couple of old bones from small, roughly humanoid shaped. Uh, at the edge of the tide pool. What was the last again? Find what? Some humanoid-shaped bones. Like Dorvern. Hard to say. You find some I'm gonna bones. I'm gonna pick them up um, and take them over to Demetari and say, "You know death," and like kind of like hand them to her. Uh, I'm done with what I was searching for, right? Like, I'm not still currently digging through bodies. Um, this is kind of while you're trying to dissect the cave fissure. Um, I'm gonna keep my hands in the bodies, I guess, like, while I was searching, and then just kind of look at them and see if I can tell. Uh, you can try to give me a... Medicine check. Couldn't tell you. Could be a child's bones. They're kind of small. No idea. I don't recall seeing anything mm. like this. Could be a kid. Could not be. I just and I'll just like look back into my <laughs> cave fisher. You're like you like cut, cut its face open and you're like peeling apart like chunks of it and like taking its mandibles out. And if this, and if this the is the one that, that like, tried to do me in, I am having a grand old time at it. Definitely, definitely. And in between pointing out things for uh, Demetari, I'm picking out bits of meat and having a little snack. Okay. <laughs> it does not taste... How many vials did you say I got? Uh, you would have gotten, I think I said two. Yeah, too. What color is the blood, by the way? Milky white. Its meat is similarly milky white. It's, it is kind of like, like a crab meat, basically. 
believe these things are technically spiders or arachnids, I should say, but it's close enough to a crab. Did I find anything else worth noting or that I might want to pocket? They are simple creatures, they're just animals they eat. Has anyone toured the cave to see if maybe we could rest here? Can always put the boulder back, they don't expect us to be in here I would assume. As long as there's no other entrances, or at least smaller ones that we could guard. L little um... To roll the, uh, the door back because that would block our retreat if we needed to. Should keep it open in case we need to run. Okay, mm -hmm. I just uh, looking around and um, looking down at myself. I definitely think that we would benefit from from a longer rest. It's too dangerous. We'll be dead if we keep going without resting. I think we're going to need to take a rest. Do we need to um, spend an hour here and sort of um, lick our wounds? Well, I think Demetari is referring to a long rest. Well, yeah, but um, if we can get by with a uh, little bit of a break, um, we, of course, I, I realize we just had a, a um, short rest about an hour ago. Yeah. I... Look at Onyx. Onyx, how many spells can you cast for the rest of the day? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yep. Uh, I've got two left, and they're low level. I mean, we and are I just think trying prior... to get to the Underdark. Right, and but there is definitely... And what happens once we get there? <laughs> and we find a Mind Flayer. <laughs> we turn around and leave. Leave through the enemies again? Do you expect to rest in the Underdark? So you want to leave and then come back? Because we're going to be in the same position when we come back. I'm thinking we what just I'm dig in here. We should look around, see where the other ways out of this um, room is, guard those, take shifts, and rest for a moment. I don't think they'll expect us to be here, considering they caved in. They deliberately chose to block off one of the entrances and hopefully they chose to do that to the other sides as well to block any exit into this room but i think it's worth exploring because we're spent and i don't think it's a smart move to keep going not knowing what we're about to face the risk of ambush is very high the risk of death is also very high the concern is if we take a long rest, if we take a rest until 
we finish that rest, we are still in the same position. So if we get ambushed, we are even more at a disadvantage as we are still spent and we are surprised. Would we be surprised if we were taking turns scouting for a potential ambush? I mean, Depends surely there's with the limited watcher. entrances, we'll be able to figure it out. I, I'm just saying, we didn't expect this to happen. It happened. I just got thrown, sucked in by a scorpion thing, and if it wasn't for snow, I'd be dead. So what happens if rest. you're asleep and that happens? What if the watcher doesn't notice and you're asleep and you get taken? There's a lot of what ifs we can do. You know my stance on it. Um, if if anyone else wants to have an input on the matter, but uh, I'm not. This is this is what I think. As you were discussing this, Azrael, out of the corner of your eye, you notice something shiny at the far end of the tide pool. I'll, I'll put my finger um, up to Demetari and kind of walk away um, and go towards the shiny. It is in the water all the way on the far side. Um, okay, so I'll go up the ceiling and then down so I can avoid wow. being in the water as much as possible. Careful, it might be a gelatinous cube. Kind of, as you get closer, you can see it appears to be this, like, green reflective, just like ever so slightly underneath some rocks, about, you know, a couple inches below the waterline. So I will take out my um, sigh and kind of poke at it and see if it reacts. Your sigh, as you, as you poke it, you kind of like, ting, ting. It is does it move? And metallic. It does not move. I grab it. Alright. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. <laughs> you kind of have to, like, wedge your fingers into it and pull it free. And the, the rock around it is kind of like weak uh, and just kind of like crumbles and, and like flakes away and you pull it out and it is about a, a roughly brick sized brass and glass object it has like twisting metal running the length of it it's like almost a cylinder but with like sharp edges does it look like anything I have seen before Make an arcana check. Well, you haven't seen it before, but this looks definitely to you, at the very least, like something from pre-calamity. I'll, I'll take it over to Kazmir, and I'll be like, here, we're leaving. And he just kind of like, 
Where did you get that? That's... I asked, we're going. Well, hold on. You said you found that over there. Yes. Uh, can I have it? Can... I, I, like, shoved it at him, and I said, right. here, or we're leaving. He takes it, and he's kind of, like, fiddling with it and, like, pressing on it and, and kind of messing with it a little bit. It doesn't react. Um, and he's just kind of, like, looking at it like, you know, a little kid that's just found a new toy. He's amazing. Do we need to check to see if there are <clears throat> other similar objects, perhaps in the silt? Well, I, I would think possibly we could go deeper and uh, find more like this. There might be something larger, or something that might explain what this is. And he kind of like twists it and like he like walks over to where Briar is standing and like holds it next to the light, and kind of like examines it. Wait, so what is that, Casimir? Well, I don't know, but if judging by its uh, construction, I would guess it is from Andare. Do I know what say, that is? Say again, it's what? From Andare. I don't know what it is. Exactly. But... It is certainly something interesting and very worthwhile. So, um, further in then? Um, um, yes, I would hope so. If if there are more such as this, uh, then that will confirm my suspicions that the uh, locations of uh, large interspersed uh, broomstone deposits are in fact remnants of crashed sky cities. So, does Briar have her magic thing? Is that... Can that she is, do that right now? That is a thing she can do. She has her... Where it's like, I think it's twice a day, magic awareness. She can open her awareness to the presence of concentrated magic until the end of her next turn. She knows the location of any spell or magic. So, I know... Didn't she use it once? But she gets it twice. I just don't remember if she used it twice or not. No, she still has one use of it. Vote on whether that? or not she sees if that's magic. Do I know what it does? Historical knowledge. When I enter ruin or dungeon, can correctly ascertain its original purpose, determine its builders, whether it's dwarves, elves, humans, whatever. Uh, some other known race. In addition, can determine the monetary value of art objects more than a century old. Didn't go to history class for nothing. Um, more shine, of a tomb so... raider, but that <laughs> would apply more towards like ruins uh, things. Um, but you could make an arcana check with advantage. So, like, if you went into an ancient building, you'd probably be able to figure out what it is. Unfortunately, you cannot tell. Um, but I would say that you yeah. would as well know that this is from Andare, one of the pre-Calamity civilizations. Sweet. 
How do you spell Ondair? A-U-N-D-A-I-R. So, should we use Briar's magic thingy to figure out if it's magic? Well, you can also sense if there are others, like, uh, you know, buried in the vicinity. If you guys would like Briar to do that, she activates her magic sense. It is non-magical. Seems mundane. And there's no other magic in the area? Besides what you guys are carrying, correct. Can we maybe send Wanda to see if she can find stuff like that? We can surely try, but she has not been doing very well lately. Alright, go ahead and give me an investigation check for Wanda. Just so that way, like if we know it, if it's even up ahead or not. So Wanda does not have investigation. Would you like me to roll that? That's an intelligence check. Never mind. She don't see anything. Unfortunately, so Wanda kind of scouts the room and a bit beyond where Javid had begun to move ahead. But Wanda, after a quick kind of cursory glance, does not note anything in particular. I don't know what it is. It's got to be the drift globe being too bright. She, she doesn't seem to have found anything. Javid, you scouted ahead, I believe. Right, <clears throat> I started looking ahead. All right. There is another kind of like large continuation of this chasm, and at the edge of it, you can see that it kind of shrinks back down again into the narrow tunnel, snaking its way down. I realize that we're um, uh, pretty worn out, tapped out in a lot of ways, uh, but I think we should um, move on a bit. If they come looking for us, they'll expect us to be probably on the other side of this wall, so that's where they're going to be looking is right in this vicinity. Suggest you mean the that other we... side of the boulder that we moved? Right. So they're expecting us to be stuck there. So they would come here to look for us on the other side of that um, 
uh, disc gate thing. I'm saying Sorry, move. I'm, I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. You're saying that they're going to notice the doors open and then know that we managed to get in here? Well, I mean, just that they would uh, come to this point looking for us. If we're not here, then they would not find us here when they come looking for us here. I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, if majority votes, we keep going, then we keep going. Uh, yes, I vote we keep going. He kind of look, he pokes his head up from the device that he's holding. Azrael, do you have anything that can get Demitari some life back into her? So, I thought there were temporary cookies that Briar had made that give some hit points back that no one's used yet. I do have two spell slots and I could cast Cure Wounds. Um, the problem is, is then if I use those spell slots, I can't get someone up off the ground, which is what I saved them for. I am okay. Um, I suck some of the life from one of the scorpions, so it's, it's not necessarily like I'm about to die. Um, but I just won't be much help at this point. So Casimir, you might be having to pull some weight if you're wanting to keep going. Um, sure, I'll participate more. All right. Um, do you want to eat one of the cookies? I think it'll give you like two hit points. If there are cookies, yes, I would love a cookie. Yeah, we have... give. There are two of them, and they give two temporary hit points. Yeah, so that might prop you up a little bit. Yeah, I think after being yanked. Um, from a pulley system, a cookie would do nicely. Can she eat both of them? I think you're like the only one that's really injured, well, right? HP doesn't work like that. It doesn't stack. No. Oh, I'll I thought it gave back anyway. actual hit points. Sorry. Oh. Sweet. So down that cookie, and then we need to find what we're looking for so we can leave or a better place to hole up. It's very delicious, Briar. You're welcome. Do you need um a bow? Um, I could certainly use one. All I have is a dagger. Um, but actually, I thought we picked I up could... some short bows that we were carrying with us. I wouldn't be very good at them. I'm only I only really know how to use a crossbow. I mean, she has yeah, we picked cantrips, up. Right? Do you have cantrips? Yeah, I've got cantrips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just don't want you to be standing there. <laughs> oh no, I've got something. It's just not going to be super. She's got told the dead. Strong by any means. Oh, told yeah, the yeah. not bad. That's actually a pretty good spell. Yeah. All right. I guess we're going deeper. All right. Excellent. Casimir just kind of like starts like walking behind you guys and you see him like almost trip on something and he kind of looks down and then keeps going as he's like fiddling with it. Do we hear any signs of anything? Like I, I know we probably smell ozone, but do we hear running water, pooled water, grumbling ogres, anything like that? Go and give me a perception 
I am definitely looking out for any signs of those scorpions again. Did we get any web bombs from them? Like, did we get anything from the filament harvesting? We just got the two. We got two filaments. Yeah, you guys are able to get two of the filament sacks. You can use them for things. Do we know if we, like, f spike them on the ground, would they, like, explode in an AoE web bomb or something? They would probably just go splat in a little puddle. But I'm sure if you guys were clever and, and genius, you could rig up some kind of, like, sticky bomb contraption. But that's probably going to take more time than you guys have right now. Um, this is, this is just a random question. So, like, if I were to hold it in the palm of my hand, right, and, like, squeeze it, like would I be ball. able to, like, Spider-Man shoot some webbing? Probably not. I think it, it had a very specific muscle that it used to launch them. It's a little bit too complicated, I think. You could probably, like, pull it apart by hand and, like, use it as, like, a sticky rope, but that's probably the extent of it. And I, I couldn't figure out how the muscle worked when I was, like, sawing away at their bodies? You got a 19, so you got them out, but... One of them was probably damaged already from arrows to the face. Alright, alright. All right, I apologize for nothing. I am not even mad. I might not be here if it wasn't for arrows to the face. Javid's moving forward and um, keeping to the shadows to stay invisible. I'm going to hand Demetari the torch back. You'll need this. Thanks for picking it up, and I'll, I'll take it from her. All right, what is the marching order again? I will be near whoever seems to be the most capable at the moment. Okay, and so. who is that? <laughs> I have no idea who seems to be the most capable. I would say it would go Javid, me, Snow, Asriel bringing up the rear, and then Briar kind of covering down for Dimitari, who's limping along. So they're in the middle, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dimitari and, and uh, Kazimir have to be in the middle. <sighs> Did you get your system figured out, Liam? So we won't be doing another fight this session, but we'll keep traveling along. Okay. But, but Demetari, who seems the most capable? I, I, I don't, uh, whoever seems to be least injured and most- This is in character. I, I, who, who's the most capable? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud. I'm looking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm feeling a lot like an old friend of mine, Daphne. She was hanging out with Fred and had a dog and just kept being bait for all the bad guys. So, um, as far as most hit, like least hit points lost, everyone else b besides Demitari looks uninjured. They've not really been hit by anything. They've all, they all look good, you know. Dimitari's the only one that's like, kind of scuffed and scraped and dirty. 
Everyone else looks good. So whoever you normally, uh, of the party, would rate most highly. Okay. Well, I guess uh, I will be sticking with Briar, mostly because um, bigger light source as well. And she's in the middle, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. So yes, Javid's away up front, like beyond, just at the very edge of your light sources, and of staying invisible. And then it's Onyx, Briar, Dimitari, uh, Casimir, and then bring up the rear is Snow and Azriel. Alright, well stop moving yourself. There's nothing left on this. Can, can Snow and I just be right outside, since we have dark vision, right outside the light, so that way other people who maybe don't have dark vision couldn't see us? Sure. And are there mushrooms as we're walking? Like, you said the path we were before didn't have mushrooms. Are there mushrooms here? There's occasionally some of the similar mushrooms that you've seen closer to the surface. Um, they're a little larger now. You can tell. Great big, like, sea of, of them. This is not the time for psychedelics. Quick question, are the mushrooms the same color as the thing, the pre-calamity thing? Like, do they look no. related at all? No. The pre-calamity the pre thing is like a, like a golden grass with like green glass on it, and the mushrooms are blue. You continue kind of deeper and deeper until Javid. Ahead, you suddenly notice, uh, and also Javid, you have advantage on stealth because you're basically invisible. Yeah, that's right. You didn't roll with advantage. You rolled straight. Yep. Roll again. You suddenly hear voices ahead of you. Do I recognize what they're saying? Let me check. speaking common. It appears right. to be the sound of an ogre speaking to a smaller, squeakier voice. The ogre. Uh, I closed the gate behind us. Uh, how long should I wait before I go back? Is anybody else going to come with me? And the smaller, squeakier voice. Everyone's gone off into the Underdark. There's no one to go back with you. The master says he's finishing up his uh, work on the artifact. But uh, once he's done, we'll escape off to our next location. And the ogre kind of, oh, all right, that makes sense, I guess. 
Nobody tells me anything. You note that the sound of the voices kind of coming around the corner, uh, down, down one fork, and behind you there is another fork kind of heading off in a completely different direction. Uh, the rest of the party is coming along behind you. I will. So, sorry, DM, just for my notes. You said that the that he said the master was working on the artifact and then would escape to move to the next location? Yes, that is what they said. All right. Uh, I will slip back to uh, the next member of the party, relay the information that I've heard, and then um, telling them to pause a moment and not make any sound, uh, try to go and, and uh, spy on the uh, yogurt and whoever it's talking to. Are you going to tell us anything, or are you just going to tell well, us yeah, to stop? Well, yeah, I, I went, went back and, and told you what I learned and said, wait here, I'm going to go find out more. All right. As you kind of, like, round this corner, maybe 15 feet in front of you there is an ogre just kind of standing in front of this like opening of a doorway uh, into a larger chasm beyond which you can make out this like probably 15 20 foot wide pool of water running down the center of this massive probably 40 foot wide uh, half dome on either side of it you can see two groups of goblins both of them moving toward the far end there are about six of them Along the edge of this room, this kind of like you can barely see it past the you can make out what appear to be like stone walls almost. Like uh, not no longer unnatural, but like natural, like smooth carved walls uh, that look like they were very deliberately crafted there. As well, at the far end, just at the very edge of your vision, because I think you have a freaking 120 feet of vision. Uh, no, it's only 90. Okay. that Actually, that makes more sense. So, yeah, about... The the hall was maybe about 70 feet long, and you're kind of... It's just near the edge of your vision. There is a pair of these, like, blue illuminated torches kind of flickering on either side of a massive brass door. And that is where we're going to stop, because that next stuff is probably combat. Uh... Actually, take that back. We will keep going. Because uh, I think you guys are probably going to want to take a rest of some kind. Right, yeah. Uh, after um, giving the, the uh, this uh, chasm, this, this uh, domed room hall, uh, a look over. Uh, move back to the rest of the party, uh, relay what I've learned, and say, uh, uh, 
if we're to move forward, we're likely to run into uh, greater numbers of uh, our foe. And uh, so perhaps a rest would be uh, would be called for. Where? Didn't the ogre say he was going to come back? Right. He was asking for um, help in going back, uh, but was refused. I don't know that he would want to go by himself. As we've proved, we can take care of ogres. I would guess he's... You only saw one ogre and six goblins. question do we want to risk the completion of the artifact that is another consideration Uh, do what with the artifact well you said that the master is working on the artifact that it means the artifact is not done if we rest the artifact would be done hmm that might be concerning. Perhaps uh, it would be done. Maybe it takes five days to, to be done. Um, but um, do we feel strong enough to try to um, finish off this scouting party of goblins and, and ogre? Or maybe we don't have to finish them off. We recruit them. We say, hey, join us and you'll be on the winning side. There's more of us than there are of you. You can go with us. Can we kidnap one of the goblins? Rather than fighting them all, maybe have some stealthy kidnap one of the goblins so we can learn what's going on. You know, you know, kidnap, bring it back to us. Do the walls seem to echo when someone speaks? Yes, if you speak with a loud enough volume, you can tell that your voice carries along the stone. So, if you were to kidnap, we would need to make sure he can't... I mean, it's... In theory, I could... If you kidnap him, we could gag him and then speak telepathically, but you don't want to run the risk of him screaming and alerting everyone else of his whereabouts. So, if we kidnap, quickly, quietly... You can speak without making noise. Yes. That is if he's willing to reply, which I guess um, giving him limited options, it might be uh, possible. We need to know more. We can option one, rest and come back and figure out what's going on. However, that risks completion of the artifact however they might be completely gone so you know there's that that's options two we go in without information fight the scouting party and that brings the risk of you know we're depleted and we might die however the only one that's injured right now is brought or is um demitari or three the out-of-the-box option of kidnapping one of the goblins and trying to get information and then deciding from there. So those, those are our three options. We could vote. I think there's a fourth option. I think we could kidnap an ogre. The ogre doesn't seem to know anything. 
the goblin does. The goblin's a smarter move. And physically easier. Um, did it seem like any of the goblins were kind of separated from the rest? Uh, there were two groups of three, and they were walking away from Javid towards the brass door. Yeah, that would be hard to single one out unless you guys wanted to kill all but one. But, you know, who knows what's on the other side of that brass door and what may come out of it if they hear a scuffle. That, that seems more like option, too. I think finding a hole to sleep for the night, sleep for a while, is our best bet. Going in, not just injured, but out of abilities as well, is just going to make everything exponentially harder. Could you disguise yourself as a goblin, Azrael? A uh, tall goblin. I can only uh, go. I'm five seven. I would be a four seven goblin. Ah, okay. Yep. Is that a normal size for goblins? Because I can only go a foot shorter. So. Um, goblins are medium sized. So yeah. Okay. Um, I do not speak goblin. However, I do speak common and underdark. Let's see. Um, Javid, what yeah. language were they speaking when you overheard their conversation? Common. It was common. Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, I, I could try. disguise myself as a goblin and um, maybe draw one away. To that, and you can probably uh, command the ogre around. The um, uh, two of us can go, and I can disguise myself as well. So, okay, so if we disguise ourselves, what's the objective? Are we going uh, to let's let's uh, uh, try to talk one of the um squads into to joining us uh, maybe even the ogre too and say, hey, uh the uh, the intruders are are getting through the gate and um so we need to go and um uh stop them uh come with us and peel off some number of them and then the rest of you standing back here uh, jump them and cut their throats when they walk when we walk past. So, what we need is information. Agreed or disagreed? Yeah, right, and so the object would be to leave one of them alive. So, Perfectly I mean, if we one... kill them and count their bodies, we'll know how many there were. Why not we... just grab one? Try to can just convince one if not two that's something manageable um into our location and then we'd be ready with a trap i, th I think it's more likely that we can get <clears throat> an ogre and, and maybe one of the squads well, we want one just to learn information right so so either yeah. we go in attack plausible... these and leave one alive to learn what's going on or b we turn ourselves into goblins, try to convince either the ogre, who doesn't seem to know anything, so I don't know if that's the best idea, or B, um, one of the goblins to kind of 
or at least lead them away so we can grab them. That's the idea. We don't like want them to, they don't have to be willing. We just need to get them separated enough that we can snap, grab them. I think we're overcomplicating this. Instead of trying to trap them, why not go in and just ask them questions as a goblin? Just pretend you forgot the information and just ask them for a brush up on what's going on. You've been out for a while and you're back for the master and- We could be a honey party. That's a good idea, although usually did. What was the average size of the hunting parties? Were they like four well, goblins we, and ogre? We, we've came, come back because we're the survivors of the hunting party that was ambushed. Okay, yeah, sure. So we're a hunting party. We were ambushed. Um, we came back for more direction from the the master. And if, I don't know how far Disguise Self goes, but if you want to really make it theatrical, I could possibly make it look like you got scuffed up a bit. Well, I, I can do that with Disguise Self. So you make yourself, your clothing, and your armor, and other belongings on your person look different. So, I mean, I could have, like, you know, bl- blood coming from my head. Dimitar just walks up and decks uh, Asriel. <laughs> <laughs> you want blood? You got blood. <laughs> Uh, I, I, unnecessary. I can do myself. <laughs> um, as exciting as that sounds, uh, I actually have makeup that was planned instead of physical harm. So That's it'll last an hour. In the world, but yeah, okay. So so I think I think Javid and I can turn into goblins that look like they were in a fight, and then just go and talk and then i don't know you guys at least be within hearing range in case stuff goes bad but that does lead to the option that if stuff goes bad we would get into a fight so that we're doing this with the understanding that there is a chance we could get into a fight sounds like you guys are gonna really have to sell it i can uh bring wanda nearby look uh see what's going on and then understand that if you hear her who that we know you guys are in trouble and we are going to come in and help you i mean this is a terrible idea if we really wanted to sell it we could be a hunting party and we could bring someone in like you know demitari who's kind of damaged and be like hey we brought somebody for the master But that's a terrible idea. I'm not suggesting we would do it. I'm just saying. I'm throwing it out there. I mean, it's not... It's not a bad idea, because if things do go south, hopefully I could do something um, really quickly, like have some sort of magic prepared. Or you could do your makeup thing, and we could do it on Briar. Because Briar is probably better in Melee. If, if we bring in a prisoner, they're going to say, well, just take it into the master so he can scoop its brains out. And then we go, oh, okay, yeah, let's let's have our uh, meeting with the uh, with the master and get somebody's brain scooped. I mean, if we wanted to get in to see the Got master, it. that's how we would do it. Um, so I, th- I think we're not quite yeah. ready to have anybody's brain scooped yet. I can also turn one creature invisible. So, so let's see. I can I can turn myself into a goblin-ish. Um, I can 
turn some other creature invisible that's with us. But there's also the option if we're asking for information, they tell us to go and see the master anyways. Um, that's when you just play it off. Like, I don't want to look like a fool in front of the master, so will you help fellow goblin out? You know, just kind of roll with it and see how it goes, I guess. Okay. And again, it could be like you guys are survivors, um, whoever you end up imprisoning, if that's what we're going to do. Um, that'll be the last one who attacked you. And that again, that would help uh, validate the fact that you guys don't know a lot of what's going on recently. Yeah, I, I do think we would sell it better if we had somebody for the master. I'm just scared in that it might make it say, hey, go see the master. However, if it's somebody like Briar who, you know, can... But then she would... thing is, is well, they'd be, they'd be like, why didn't you remove her weapons? Okay, so say things go south, you save invisibility, make it to where the person manages to escape somehow, you cast invisible on them, and then there's no body to find. What? Um, okay, so, like, you bring the prisoner, and things go south, they want to show it to the master, brains are about to get scooped out, prisoner can get away from you guys, but beforehand, like, somehow in the midst of all that, you cast invisibility on them, so that it's like, they ran and you can't find them now. Does that make sense? It makes sense. But when they see that I casted invisibility, it's um, it's a verbal, somatic, um, and material. Although I mean, material is from, I mean, I it's kind of I, I cast it through my tattoo, but um, like it's verbal and somatic. I mean, I'm moving and talking. So, I mean, I I, I guess I could do sleight of hand to try to hide that I'm casting it. But I guess at the point, if it goes south anyways, then we're kind of screwed, so. Well, do you have, um, like, what, do you have to touch the person to cast this? I don't have to touch it. However, the spell itself is verbal and somatic. So they right. will see that I am casting a spell. So as you are scrambling to try to get the prisoner, you don't think that you could move your hands and your mouth in the midst of cursing about losing the prisoner? Depends on how good of my sleight of hand roll check is. <laughs> it's just, it's an idea. Don't have to no, do it. I'm, I'm not saying it's not a bad there. idea. I, I agree. I kind of like the idea of being goblins and then having Briar because Briar is strong. My concern is if we bring a prisoner who still has the weapons on them, that's a concern. Why don't you hold on to her weapons? I could do that. Okay. Alright, let's see how this goes. Do you, you want to do your makeup stuff, though, to make Briar look like, you know, she's been damaged? Hey, sure. Make her look okay. dead. Yeah, near <laughs> death. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she's yeah, about yeah. to paint. <laughs> I am really good at this. Normally I'm doing the reverse, but this will be a fun project. I wish she was here. She would be role-playing the shit out of this. 
So, uh, Briar and Azriel are approaching the ogre guard. Uh, so no, so um, J- Javid and Bri- and uh, Azriel are going to disguise self to look like goblins, and they're going to say they're a hunting party, and they're bringing Briar as a sacrifice to the master. Got it. What are the rest of you guys doing? Um, we are waiting to see how it plays out. I am going to be, um, I'm going to, I guess, send, no, I'm gonna, okay, words. Yeah, I'm gonna send Wanda out. I'm not gonna look through her eyes or anything. Um, she's going to alert us of anything that seems like it's going south. Like, basically, if they're caught, we're gonna jump in. Well, if you're looking through her eyes, you'll be able to know what's going on. Yeah, but if you guys get more than 120 feet, then I can't. So, I mean, I can do it until she goes past the 120 feet, and then she'll just have to who, and I'm sure it'll echo to us. I have a question. So, if we were to walk up, would, like, how, you said the chasm was 70 feet, right? It is 70 feet long, 40 feet wide, 20 feet, 25 feet tall. And there is a 20-foot-wide pool of water that runs about 50 feet along the center of the room. So the goblins are more than 120 feet from where we are right now, right? Uh, yeah, much further than that. Okay. You guys are probably, I would say, like 40 feet away from the, like around a corner, you know, a couple corners from where the ogre is standing. So easily, yeah, uh, maybe not 120, so it's close. I would say that you could look through Wanda's eyes. I thought it was 100 feet. It should be 120, but I, I have it pulled up. Let me double check. It might be 120 telepathic, but... Um... Either way, you'd be able to see the entire chamber through Wanda's eyes. You are right. It is within 100 feet. But it's still... It's the chamber... From where you are currently standing to, you know, as the crow flies, the end of the chamber is only 110 feet. So unless Wanda wants to go sit literally on the far wall of the chamber, you're going to be able to look through her eyes. All right. Um, is there something she could perch on, like up high, that isn't going to be her flapping around in the cavern? There are rocks everywhere. Okay, like, yeah, she'll just perch somewhere, I guess, because I don't want just, like, this random owl flapping around in a cave. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check for Wanda. Israel, how's your ability to... Uh, deceive people. Can you uh, pull off the... If anybody asks, what are you guys up to? Can you be persuasive? So, I am okay. You know, better than average. I am worse than average. Before you leave... Before right, you I think leave, before we oh. go into this, I think we are going to take a 10 minute break. Okay. Are we going into combat again? We will not go into combat, but we will see how far you guys can get in your roleplay. Oh. Liam, did I show you my horn?
They do. That's a drinking horn. Awesome. Right, what so animal is that from? Ten minute break. We'll be back at uh, nineteen. Cow. There's a steer. I'm very bougie, drinking peanut butter and porter out of it. Um.
All right, everybody. Welcome back. So, uh, can everybody hear me? No. Yep. Okay, I didn't, couldn't hear anything from you guys. I got a little worried there. So, with... Well, we stopped talking as soon as you did, out of respect. Thank you. But then I interrupted you. That's okay. Respect. So, Javid, Azriel, and Briar set off away from the rest of the party towards the Ogre Guard. As you approach, you note that the doorway is empty this time, Javid. The Ogre is not standing there. However, as you get closer, you can make out the six goblins at the far end, kind of loitering in a small group. You kind of step into the opening, and to your right, this ogre kind of looks down at you and, uh, how'd you get there? Oh, fuck you, big thing! Mm, sorry. <laughs> what do you mean lurking behind a doorway like that? Just supposed to keep guard. Uh, oh, good job. We got in. Well, I mean, aren't you supposed to be here? Who's that? And he kind of points at Briar. For the master. Oh. All right, can I get you guys to give me a deception? Can we have advantage if Briar's doing... Um, I. If Emily was here, she would be role-playing like crazy this, and she would be doing like, can I do a performance check for Briar, and then give us advantage? I mean, right now, Briar is just kind of standing there pretending to be like a, a prisoner. Um, not not a lot of performance involved. She's a, she could start crying. Yeah, a, that's what I'm quiet thinking. Like third party today. I I I'm at, like I just know Emily and she she would be super role playing at this point. No, uh, Chris, you're uh, you're uh, uh, what's the uh, Jaegering, uh, Briar? All right. Well, the ogre got a negative one on his insight check. <laughs> I'm so good. I don't have to do anything. He just kind of, that makes sense to me. Uh, go over there. And he just kind of points over at the mm. far door. Yeah, thanks. You're not the boss of me. I don't even know you. Can I just whisper to David? I'm supposed to do the talking. Sorry, I'm getting in a roll. Remember, you're below average. Yeah, you're. Great. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll give uh, the, the ogre the uh, stink eye and, and move off toward the, uh, the other group. Like, he's got like his tox tusk and he kind of snarls at you and gives you like a you know stink eye right back, but he doesn't doesn't really do anything. And then he just kind of lumbers in front of the doorway this time and like. Almost like plops himself down into like this like little squat. All right, so we uh, we make our way around the uh, 
the edge of the pool. And uh, are the goblins reacting at all when they see us? Um, as you guys do get closer, you see one of the goblins kind of breaks off from the rest of the group. Uh, what you guys can make out now, as you are beginning to kind of move across the room, is that the walls don't look like they were like constructed here originally. It doesn't look quite right. It's as though the like rock almost like grew around the walls here. Uh, knowing what we've we've been told by um, Casimir about the spring cities and calamity and all of that, would we uh, guess that this looks like pre-calamity construction that that got uh, absorbed by the the mountain or something? That would be a likely assumption to make, yes. Um, as you guys get closer, you can see that the goblins aren't just loitering in a group. They are, in fact, uh, seem to be arranging a group of small crates. They're kind of like moving them about, transferring things from crates into large, uh, like, satchels, and then kind of slinging them onto their backs. Um, as you guys start to cross the room, you see one of them, like, opens the great brass door and kind of disappears through to the other side. Do we see anything? Like, when he opens the door, can we, like, peek in? Like, what's it look like? Can um, we see any light? You... You can make a perception check. By the way, that ogre rolled horrible. As as you guys are crossing through, Wanda kind of, like, flies in over his head and just, like lands on one of the like carved pillars kind of in the middle of the room and it's just like her head on a swivel just like watching you guys move across the room uh, the ogre rolled a nat or he rolled a modified one for his perception check so he did not notice terrible guard well done ogre yeah well he rolled a, a a nat one for the insight check which got modified down to a negative one so you're very believable what you can see as the door opens is that this, like, kind of brighter blue glow, like, comes out of the space. And then the goblin shuts the door behind himself. Um, how far away are the goblins that are putting stuff in sacks? At this point, they're probably about 50 feet away. And one of the goblins kind of meets you in the middle of the room. Uh, what are you guys doing here? For the master. What are you doing? We're, we're a hunting party. Make a deception check. Where's the rest of your group? We sealed it up behind. Uh, we got into a scuffle. They were killed. We were only able to get this one. She you gotta watch her. Wily little bug. Mm. Uh, well, the master will want to see you very soon then. What are you doing with the crates? Well, we're getting ready to leave. There's adventurers attacking us. You already scuffled with them. Yeah. Why are you running? So, so if you... We're not strong enough yet to, for people to know where we are. There aren't that many of us. Just hurry up. Go see the master. 
and he kind of like turns and just kind of like hunched over, shuffles back up to the crate. You guys kind of follow along behind him. Uh, as this is happening, and you guys get closer, you can see what they're taking out of the crate. Uh, appears to be mostly food items, actually. It's various things that you can tell they're probably taking for like an underdark trek. It's food items, blankets, uh, spare torches, uh, various other things that might come in handy down there. Ropes, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, we should get ready too. Uh, let's uh, help ourselves to some rations and stuff. No, not yet. These are for the trek. You go see the master. And he kind of, like, shuffles over to the crates and then gestures at the door. Um, just looking around the room, can I see... I, I know you pointed out the walls are pre-calamity. Can I see anything else that looks like it might be pre-calamity? The door. The door is very obvious. The so door is pre-calamity? similar manufacturer to okay. the item that you found earlier. Um, it is this, like, great brass, like solid metal wall with like these like little thin strips of green and like multicolored glass kind of like running along the length of it it's very artistic and uh, what's the the lighting level in here uh, you mentioned uh, the glow coming from the door it is bright light from 30 feet from the door and then dim light 30 feet beyond that on either side of the door there are two like little sconces with like kind of coming out of the wall and then it's this like constant blue flame that flickers only ever so slightly and this as you guys get closer you can tell is the source of the ozone smell most likely the door i should say not the torches all right so i'm gonna whisper to briar and i'm just gonna go one two and then i'm gonna because um, we had talked about this plan, and then I'm going to try it to sleight of hand, um, cast invisibility on her. On Briar? On Briar, like kind of handing her weapons to her after she turns invisible. Because as soon as I cast invisibility, here's my plan. I'm going to cast invisibility on Briar, and I'm going to be like, That squirrely bug! She got away! Where'd she go? And... That way, like, we're not, There like, is a verbal, somatic, and material cost for... So, the material component would come from my holy symbol, which is the tattoo on my back. Um, True, the, yes. The other two, I'd have to use sleight of hand, that's what I was talking to, to well, Reagan about, to try to hide the fact that I'm doing it. You would not be able to sleight of hand the verbal component of the spell, because... Just just because there's other skills that allow you to, like, subtle spell from, like, sorcerers. You can't hide a spell like that, basically. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, obfuscate uh, what Azrael um, uh, is uh, incanting by shouting out in, in um, uh, draconic, uh, just random words. I, you know, everybody... You, can, can I try well, to make it make it a, sound like Briar is casting the spell? Uh, whatever Jim's doing. So um, I'm going to say that you can go ahead and give me a performance check to see if you can 
make it not quite so obvious that you cast a spell, but they are going to notice that a spell was cast. Yeah, so maybe I can try to make it sound look like Briar cast it and not me. Like, kind of performance of, like, me struggling with her and, like, you know, cursing. And then, like, maybe she can try to pretend, like, just kind of make the commotion so it kind of sounds like maybe she's doing it. Okay. Does that make sense? I'll try. Perform- I don't know. We'll, we'll try. Sure, give me a performance check. All right, you kind of, you know, grab hold of Briar suddenly and like lurch forward, say the verbal and somatic portions of the spell, like turning her weapons over to her, and she vanishes in front of you. All the other goblins begin like, hey, what happened? Where'd she go? And they just like draw their like little, you know, short swords and kind of like get to the ready. All right, um, so then... Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I guess it would continue the performance, kind of making it look like I'm trying to look for her. She ran ran back this, this way. Come on, everybody. What? And Don't I will lead try them to, to our party. Try to uh, lead them back to our party. They, hey, you big oaf, get out of the way. No, I... What? what no, I think she's over here. All right. The, uh... All, all five of the goblins kind of like, yeah, she's trying to get away. Quick, ogre, don't let her escape. And all five of them start like running towards the uh, far wall. And I'll, I'll try to uh, find a, a shadow, a nook or something in the darkness and, and uh, duck into it to hide. Mm, there's not, it's, it's a pretty open and... There's not really like so there, there there aren't irregularities in the wall. So the last half of the wall is this is the like manufactured like smooth carved stone. There's no like right. so that's that's the end closest to the door, right? So if we run the other way uh, sure. toward toward the opening, yes, it does it does get like closer to like dim light in that region in darkness. So I'm I'm trying to give them the impression that I saw the uh, captive run off back the way we came. Uh, All right, so you lead the five goblins back towards the ogre, uh, and you're trying to disappear once they get over to the ogre? Right. Okay. Uh, Azrael, what are you doing? You Um, are alone in front of the great brass and glass door. Are they paying attention to me? Because like at first I'd, I'd act like I was looking for her, but then I was like, oh wait, I think she might have gone this way, and I'd like kind of go towards the door. Mm, no, they're not really paying attention to you. Can I kind of just investigate the door? <laughs> sure, give me an investigation check. It is unlocked. That much you can tell. It is two, you know, it is actually two doors, but the goblins have been going in and out of the right one, uh, and it swings away from you. Can I hear anything on the other side? Not that you can tell. You mostly hear the echoing sounds of goblins shouting. At the far end, where Javid has now disappeared, 
the five goblins and the ogre are kind of like the ogres like playing goalie in front of the door and then the five goblins are just kind of like swatting at the air uh briar is just invisible kind of standing in the middle of the room away from them probably 30 40 feet away and they're just like swatting wildly at the air like in front of them like yeah yeah i gotcha and they just like lunge forward and like cut the air and they're like i missed fired again i missed so that's what's happening over there I would like to inform the party that's behind the ogre that the uh, goblins are sort of coming this way, but the ogre seems to be stopping them, just basically having them get at the ready just in case. Can I open the door? <laughs> it is unlocked. The door swings open. Revealing similar of these like smooth uh, brass walls and floor as well on this side. Uh, it is a little bit tarnished. You can see water spots have formed in certain places. There's dust built up around the corners. Uh, but it is illuminated by identical blue torches. Uh, the room Do is I quiet. see any mind flare in no. there? No, so as you continue swinging the door open, you... Hold on, let me check my notes. Uh, it is about 30 feet from the door to another similar-looking door. As the door swings open the rest of way, the way, you note that the right wall has fallen away and crumbled. Uh, and it opens up into this, like, deep chasm uh, below. There is a rope, or a couple of ropes, kind of tied off at the top dangling down into this opening and this like hole kind of like cuts away probably about a third of the diameter or the width of the passageway i'm gonna i'm gonna undo those ropes and take them all right you enter the room and untie the ropes kind of placing them into your path Would I be able to, from my concealed position, fire an arrow down the passage beyond the ogre to make a, a noise, make it sound like maybe the escaped captive has gone down that way? You can certainly try. I'm going to do a uh, what? performance check to see if uh, they buy that. Uh, no, this would be an attack roll in the direction of the ogre. But you're not actually shooting so not, the ogre. But no, it is an, firing it is down make, the... make an attack roll, basically. If he gets in that one, does he hit the ogre? If he gets a certain roll, he definitely is going to shoot the ogre. Good fail. 
think you hit the ogre. You did shoot the ogre. You just, like, launch the arrow with, like, and it catches the ogre in the gut, and he, ow, you're shooting at me. Um, we're gonna, let me make sure, actually. I believe attacking... I was hidden, so I have an advantage. If you are hidden, when you make an attack, you give away your location. But I'm, I'm still invisible. That is... Right, I, I found a, a little nook where I was... There, well, there's not really any nooks. You're just in, like, against the wall in the, the darkness on this side of the room. But for right. the... It is on unseen attackers well, and targets. If you are hidden, both unseen and unheard which you are technically invisible, when you make an attack, you give away your location. They know you are there, basically. Could he play it off like Briar did it? Well, uh, they don't They don't know who did it. They know that where Javid is currently standing, someone attacked them from there. Well, can but, he pretend well, like he was trying to Sure, I'll, no, I'll, I'll uh, step out and say, and point back the, the opposite direction. It's over there, behind the crates! Make a performance check at disadvantage. Or a deception check, I should say, at disadvantage. That guy shot at us! And they point right at you. Get him! Yeah, I feel like this point we're going to do initiative. <laughs> well, we're about to. So, uh... Azrael, you do not know this is happening. What are you doing? You are in that hallway by yourself between the two doors. Yeah, so there's a door in front of me, right, and a door behind me, and then there's the hole, and I was pulling up the ropes, right? Yeah, you pulled the ropes up. Um, they went down about 50 feet into darkness beyond what you can see. I'd probably peek through the other door. And I'm trying to be stealthy, I guess. But I do look like a goblin, so I'm probably like, okay, I can I can take a peek. All right. Go ahead and give me a stealth. Actually, actually we kind of did one earlier, didn't we? What? No, we didn't. All right. Hold on, I gotta pull up a Mind Flare stat block. I'm about to get scooped, aren't I? Well, somebody's about to get messed up. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see. We have um, you about to be attacked by six goblins and an ogre. Uh, I'm apparently probably just going to antagonize a Mind Flare, and there is our other party who's sitting there just yeah. all right the door opens and it swings uh to your right as it kind of opens up to the left you notice this hooded shape shadow projected on the wall to your left there's a crackle of energy and a smell in the air on. i'm gonna shut the door <laughs> like all right fine we're gonna no it, as soon as i see that i'm like though. nope <laughs> he was getting ready. 
Uh, well, I'll, before you shut it, I will describe what else you saw on the left. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was an operating table, complete with manacles. There was nothing in it. However, there was a table arrayed behind it with a variety of strange metallic implements. And that was all you saw. Alright, I guess we'll stop here with Javid getting absolutely murdered by a group of goblins and ogre. So I think we should, hopefully Emily will be here next time, ask her in this situation if she really would have just been standing in the middle of the room, if we she would have... We can say she she would have been able to maneuver by herself. We'll ask her where she wants to be in the room once we I put the map yeah. down and we're ready to actually roll for initiative. But we yeah, because I'm curious if she would have followed Azriel or actually snuck past and gone back to the other group. Um, so I would have... I would say that probably the group that was left behind is smart enough based on Dimitari telling them that this was all happening um, that you guys would have been able to move closer basically to the back of the ogre ready to strike. So Yeah, we, we would have been making our way downtown. All right. well, Walking fast. Yeah, there's probably also a lot of screaming and cursing and... Yeah, you guys would have heard shouting. The goblins aren't being quiet. Um, so, hope you guys had fun and you are ready to meet the mind flayer next time i had i had to enact the big reveal okay well you didn't even let me finish we got like well 30 i thought you were gonna say up. and it attacks you no. and i was like ah he was on the other side of the room i was you know projecting the shadow on the wall because he's standing right next to a light source it was a whole dramatic thing all right i'm sorry all right I appreciate all the work you put into this.